Hey, I'm Barry. And I'm Colton. And today on KingCast, we are excited to bring you into our conversation. Don't forget to like, share, and follow us. And let's get started and jump in with today's topic. Hey everyone, welcome to My King Ministries. Um, this is KingCast, and we're going to talk about something or hit a topic today that's um, that you might think, oh, that's a little bit weird, and it's called mind games. And um, sometimes when maybe we use that term or I've used that term, mind games, you might think, you know, is somebody trying to manipulate my mind or mm. is somebody trying to infiltrate my mind and make me think certain thoughts or make me think things outside of who I really am mm -hmm. and really we want to say this uh, this morning yes yes <laughs> there is an enemy who is trying to manipulate our mind or to mm -hmm. manipulate our thinking and to cause us to feel certain things or to have certain attitudes which you know eventually turn into words and eventually can turn into actions and mm -hmm. all these things it's like thoughts turn into words words turn into actions and mm -hmm. that's where it all begins and sometimes people fail to realize that we have this enemy in the bible he's called satan or the devil mm -hmm. and he only has one tactic because he can't come in to this room where Colton and i are sitting and slap us or hit us with a bat mm -hmm. he only has one tactic and that's the attack of the mind he has no other way to attack us physically because jesus has utterly destroyed him he can only operate in the realm of this soulish thinking realm and there's a scripture that got me thinking about this and it's uh, john chapter 13 verse 2 or no john chapter yeah 13 verse 2 and this is where um, judas iscariot began to have thoughts about betraying jesus and uh, we realized that these thoughts didn't just come from, you know, the people he was hanging out with. They came from his inner thoughts of things he was maybe dissatisfied with. And uh, what translation do you have there, Colton? I have the passion. And so it says, before the evening meal had begun, the accuser had already planted betrayal into the heart of Judas. The King James Bible says, and supper being ended, the devil having now put into the heart of Judas Iscariot, Simon's son, to betray him. And so the devil has this ability to plant thoughts. Yeah, mind is strong. So you got to think these, um, if you think this way, you'll get those things. Yeah. And, and so again, um, yeah, I would say that's a part truth. Mm -hmm. and, and, and the accuser, the enemy, he, I, like, I like to say he always tells almost truths. They almost are the truth, but there's, there might just be one little thing left out. And so in that state where someone says, your mind is so strong and, and you can will it into being, it's like, that's partly true. It's almost true, true. Yeah. but you're missing a part of it. Yeah. <laughs> and so, so yeah, just in, in, in mind tricks, it's not always bad things. Um, you can trick the mind to believe something that is good. Mm -hmm. um, and so, yeah. I think I'm just going to read uh, Romans 12, 2, which is a very common verse. We all know it. Um, and it says, stop imitating the ideals and opinions of the culture around you, but be inwardly transformed by the Holy Spirit uh, through a total reformation of how you think. So um, in, in five years of youth ministry, the, the, that very first verse, stop imitating the ideals and opinions of the culture around you. Mm -hmm. I mean, this goes beyond just youth ministry. Um, 
but this is something did like did you know that on an average day and this test was taken in like 2007 or 8 or 13 something like that on the average day you what comes across your your screen or being out in town you see an average of 3000 advertisements a day wow and those are all playing mind tricks on you yeah exactly to the point of join this team buy this product mm-hmm. do this thing Whatever it is, they're all mind tricks to a point. And that isn't a weird conspiracy theory. That is science. <laughs> advertisers have that market cornered. Cornered. And they yep. are studying how people think mm-hmm. and their emotions and how they can pull that out of you and manipulate you into buying this ab belt that will give you abs if you just strap it on your stomach and you yeah. still eat burgers. Yeah, <laughs> like, exactly. <laughs> yep. I'm not going to lie, I might have one of those app belts, but <laughs> I haven't seen any results yet. Yeah. <laughs> um, so yeah, with that, I mean, I've seen a culture of this in, in youth ministry, and I, and I don't say this to be harsh towards anyone or belittle um, what you might be going through, but we um, just think back to when you were a youth. Who did you try to copy? Who were you trying to imitate? We're all trying to copy and imitate things. And even more so in today's culture where it is in your face. They have it on their cell phones. This YouTuber, this famous person, these people are doing this. And, and, and we see this. Me and Dan have seen this in kids who think they're going to be the next big YouTube star. Who think they're going to... And it's like, we're not going to crush those dreams. Mm-hmm. Um, but they're being... Their minds are being taught a certain thing. And, and on one level, it might be something that's nothing. Oh, you think you're going to be a YouTube star and play this video game and make millions of dollars. I thought I was going to be an NHL player and make millions of dollars. <laughs> totally. So what's the difference really in that sense? Mm-hmm. Um, but then in another sense, there is a negative side of it. Um, in Youth Unlimited, um, we had this guy come through and he was doing this study of of the link between depression, anxiety, suicide, and social media. And so he's like, it's really hard to tie those together. We know that there is an impact, but it's hard to say it's just coming from that. But he's like, but what we found in our research was we, we came across this one small town. And this is before social media. They had next to zero suicides in this small town. Now, this small town... Their kids have handheld phones, their computer, the internet, they're seeing the world. Um, And all of a sudden, suicide is spiking in this community that once never saw anything. And and then you start to ask, where is this coming Mm -hmm. from? And so there's, again, um, the enemy is switching. He's telling you almost truths. He's misleading you. He's misguiding you. Uh, He's manipulating you. and, and so I say that to not say it like to belittle the people that are actually going through anxiety and depression. Um, but there is a branch off of that that can happen is where people go, whoa, look at how much attention. Look at these people like there's they care for them and they're reaching out to them now. I could use that. Oh, I have depression. I have anxiety. I have. And and it sucks that that happens. That happens in every movement. That's really the beginning of of having issues is um, just accepting thoughts like they're part of who you are. Mm-hmm. Um, most people will 
have a feeling and think that's who they really are. Uh, some people have a thought and think that's who they really are, mm-hmm. not realizing that there are forces and influences out there that are causing them to think and feel certain ways. And we yeah. talked about this last week, Jeremiah twenty nine eleven, where God says, I know the thoughts I think toward you, says the Lord, thoughts mm-hmm. of peace and not evil to give you that expected end. And I think I made the comment, I like that because God is like double thinking about us, mm-hmm. right? Or he's double thinking. Yeah. So God is thinking about the thoughts that he has. And I think that's where we fail a lot of times is not to stop and say, where does thought come from? Yeah, exactly. Is this, is this thought uh, sent to me from the world system? Mm-hmm. Is it sent to me from the spiritual realm, yeah. which would be the, uh, the either the God realm or the demonic realm? Yeah. Right? We can have good thoughts. We're yeah. not saying all thoughts are bad. Yeah. But we need to assess those thoughts and we need to think about those thoughts that we're having. And way before we start even speaking uh, those thoughts, right? So, mm-hmm. you know, how do we clear up the confusion, so to speak, is is something that we need to chat about during this uh, thing because people might realize, yeah, I am having bad thoughts yeah. or they might not realize it, but now they're thinking, yeah, some of the thoughts I think are are not good for me. Mm-hmm. And so how do we clear that? Because God said he's not the author of confusion. Yeah. I really like Isaiah 26, uh, verse 3. It says, um, Isaiah said, Thou will keep him in perfect peace, speaking about God. Like, God will keep you in perfect peace whose mind is stayed Mm. on thee. And just before this podcast, I looked up that word stayed, and that has just all these numerous meanings, and almost like either whether it's a verb or a noun or whatever meaning it is, it's almost connected to this scripture. Mm. Like if we keep our mind stayed on him, means to, you know, stay where they remained. Mm -hmm. Another meaning was to stay put, Mm -hmm. right? So stay put on God stick to what God is saying, stick to what God is doing, right? Mm -hmm. Uh, It also means to stay at someone's house, right? So it's like, hey, you know, we're a believer, we're part of God's house, uh, we're part of his teachings, let's just stick with him, let's stay with him, don't be easily pulled in all directions because somebody said this or somebody said that, right? We lodge there. And then another meaning was, you know, we can stay the enemy's advance, so when we stay with God or stay with his word, mm-hmm. right, we can begin to push the enemy back, yeah. right? And so we're stayed, we keep him back, stayed on thee. So I really like that, who, whose mind is stayed on thee. Um, Philippians 4, 7, it says, The peace of God which passes all understanding shall keep your hearts and minds through Christ Jesus. Mm. So on the inside of you, Jesus said, I have given you peace, yeah. right? If we can just tap into that peace and realize when I'm in confusion, that's not God. When I'm in fear, that's not God. Mm-hmm. When I am in distress and my head is all over the place and I don't know what to mm-hmm. do, that's not God. I heard a preacher say this one time, and uh, I get into confusion and doubt. I understand that I have gotten into works mm-hmm. and have left the grace of God behind. Yeah. Because now I am trying to figure all this thing out yeah, myself. Exactly. And so that's the devil's plan. Let's get those little thoughts in, half-truths. Yeah. Then let's produce them into lies. Yeah. And then let's get this person into such confusion and eventually say, well, God's not even there. He's yeah. not even for me. Totally. It seems like God's against me because he never answers my prayer. Mm-hmm. And it just goes down this slippery slope of of just, you know, uh, falling into the same trap as Judas did, right? Mm. Now, not everybody falls like Judas hung himself in the end because yeah. he fell into the trap so deeply, yeah. right? But it's a really good lesson, I'd say, in the Bible of how we need to be careful about how we receive our attitudes and our thinkings and all all those kinds of things because God is not the author of confusion. Mm-hmm. Uh, we, did, we were going to start off kind of with this scripture, but I mean, this will fit in really good in uh, 2 Corinthians 
chapter 10, it just talks about for the, we don't walk in the flesh, uh, or no, for though we walk in the flesh, we do not war after the flesh. And then it says in the King James Bible, by casting down imaginations and every high thing that exalts itself against the knowledge of God and bringing into captivity every thought to the obedience of Christ, right? Mm -hmm. Christ and his word. He said, and having a readiness to revenge all disobedience when obedience is fulfilled. In other words, we see here, we need to cast down imaginations, right? We need to watch Mm -hmm. what kind of knowledge we're having. Is Mm -hmm. it contrary to what the Bible Mm -hmm. says, right? Thoughts to the obedience of Christ. What's Christ been telling us in the Holy Spirit on the inside of us? And I think a lot of people slowly slip into, like you say, depression, uh, into sadness, into, is life even worth living? Yeah. Right? I might as well just leave this life. Nothing has any value. It's because we've allowed this uh, attack on our mind to to perpetrate into... Mm -hmm. And it's, it's... Um, like the Bible says that the enemy came to steal, kill, and destroy. Yeah. Um, and I don't believe he has access to do any of those things nope. until you believe the lie. Yep. Once you've believed the lie, then he can access, he can still, he can kill, he can destroy your relationships, your your attitude, your right. whatever it is. But it's it's believing that almost truth. Mm-hmm. And then, like you said, then it turns into a lie. And, and it allows access. And, um, I mean, I've seen this in my own life. I'm sure you have where you just, you, you believe something and you didn't really look it up. You didn't really follow up on it. Your friend just told you, and then you go around and you start telling other people this thing. And then finally one person's like, well, let me, let me Google search that, or let me look that up in my Bible, or let me ask this person. And then you find out, oh, (laughs) <laughs> that wasn't even true. Yeah. And it ruined or it wrecked how I perceived that thing or thought of that person or enjoyed my job, that kind mm-hmm. of thing. So it's the lie that can kill, mm-hmm. steal, and destroy. Yeah. But it's only when you believe that lie that it has that ability. Right. And we have the ability to not believe those lies. Yeah. It's on the very inside of us through the power of the Holy Ghost, through, yeah. the, through, the, uh, um, through the event of salvation. Right. Yep. Through the event of the the baptism of the Holy Spirit, mm-hmm. through all these events, God's given us the power. Because when you look in the Old Testament, the devil did have a little bit of power. Mm-hmm. I mean, he appeared to Adam and even or to Eve in the garden. Yep. He actually appeared to her. Yeah, she actually seen him. She had a chat with him. Yeah, right. I mean, if you read the book of Job, it says the devil brought the wind. Yeah, right, and destroyed the family. The devil put the boils and everything. Yep. Yeah, but you notice when Jesus defeated him. When he says that he spoiled principalities and powers, you don't see any of that in the New Testament. Mm. You just see him being able to manipulate. And if he can manipulate to the place that he can actually uh, enter into a person, Mm, make you crazy, right? We see Jesus casting the devil out of people, right? Because the devil can enter into those things, but he can only do that through the mind. He can't just wake up one morning, or he probably doesn't sleep, but he can't just say one morning, I'm just going to go into Barry today. Mm. It's impossible. He even couldn't even do that with Judas. He had to slowly manipulate his way in until mm. uh, till then he couldn't, uh, Judas couldn't hold himself back. So, yeah, we just need to be very careful with those kinds of things. Yeah. Um, there was a good scripture that we just were going to close with. It was Philippians 4.8. 4.8. Four, eight. Four, eight. I got it here. First one there gets to read it. So keep your thoughts <laughs> continually fixed on all that is authentic and real, yeah. honorable and admirable, beautiful and respectful, pure and holy, merciful and kind, 
and fasten your thoughts on every glorious work of God, praising Him always. Mm -hmm. And the King James Bible just says, think on these things. Yeah. Right? All those things that you just said, things that are true, things that are honest, mm -hmm. things that are pure, things that are lovely, mm -hmm. things that have a good report, not a bad report, mm -hmm. right? Think on those things that have virtue, right? Mm -hmm. Virtue means the goodness of something. That's what virtue means. Like when uh, the power came out of Jesus, it says, with the woman with the issue of blood, he felt virtue come out of him. That was the goodness of something, came right out of him and healed the woman mm -hmm. with the issue of blood. Think on those things, mm -hmm. right? And those are the things that cause you to walk in the peace of God. Because when you read that scripture just before that, it says, be careful for nothing, but in everything by prayer and supplication, with thanksgiving, let your request be made known mm -hmm. unto God. So the Bible says, do verse 6, and then you're going to get verse 7. And the peace of God, which passes all understanding, will keep your hearts and minds through Christ Jesus. Mm -hmm. And then Paul says, finally, brethren, I'm going to add one more thing to do. Think on these good things. Mm -hmm. right? To keep comes that surpasses all understanding. It doesn't mean that the situation changed. They're yeah. in the same situation, mm -hmm. but there's just a different understanding now about what you're walking through, and you're able to walk through it yeah. with a peace, just with a like confidence. I think we link peace sometimes to um, to good things or to not having any stress or to not having mm. things happen around you. Peace is sitting in a bedroom, a padded bedroom where nothing's going to get you. Yeah. <laughs> But that's not peace. If you don't have peace, even right now as you're hearing this or or you battle with sin, it sounds too good to be true. It's because Jesus loves you and he wants you to be whole. He wants you to be healed. And so if you're battling any kind of those things, I would encourage you today, take time out of your day to transform the way you think. What are, are some thoughts that have been coming to your head? Why have those thoughts been coming to your head? What are you thinking on? Um, and, and then get, open up this Bible and read and ask God what he thinks of you.